0: Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today. I'm sorry I'm running just a hair behind this morning. I apologize. Trying something a little different here. I've got uh, a new, uh, better microphone and hoping that uh, that will make things a little better on our website for those who are watching. um, I know that there are some clicking noises uh, and uh, some uh, delay on our website, so I was trying to hook up by external microphone here hoping that'll give a better sound a better quality so if anybody's able to get on uh, our website and double check that for me. I would appreciate it. And uh, my wife may be watching. Uh, we're in the same home, but in separate rooms. So hopefully she can look at that and make sure, see if that's coming through clearly. Cause I don't have a clue if it is or if it isn't at this point. So, but I do hope everybody is doing well today. And hey, it's Friday. Hey, that's awesome, man. It's Friday. A lot of people have got plans for the weekend. And, but the sad, the flip side of that, even though there are, um, Plans for the weekend. Uh, there's are there are those who still have to work on the weekend. That's what stinks. Some people uh, they get time off during the week, but still have to work the weekend. So I'm sorry, guys and gals, for those who have to do that. But praise God that uh, you know we have this time together. And uh oh, booger, my uh, wife said it's still echoing on the website. I don't know what to do. I tell you what, I just don't know what to do with this crazy thing. It is driving me. Fatty with this audio, I just don't know what to do with this. It's, I don't know. Try it now, see if it's still echoing, Brandy. If you get a chance, message me there and let me know if it's still echoing. I tried. Uh, if that don't work, I'll try something else here. So, but anyway, um, we're going to try looking to God's Word this morning, and uh, of course, I know that um, uh, what's on the forefront of everybody's mind is uh, this uh, George Floyd. Uh, uh, funeral uh, that was uh, broadcasted yesterday, and uh, uh, it is um, you know it's it is tragic what happened. Uh, there's no doubt about it, and um, nobody's making a lot of that situation at all. Uh, but it is um, trying to find this uh, verse I had here as I'm talking. Can't seem to bring it up. Well, there it is. But um, you know, but the thing that I, that's really got me ticked a little bit is uh that it is a um uh, they want to defund uh, police uh, precincts around the country no change says brandy oh boy i tell you what um but anyway they uh, that's not going to solve anything these people are the ones that are on the front lines and um trying to uh, keep us safe try that brandy see if that'll work but uh, trying to keep us safe and uh, trying to um, uh, protect us. There's a lot of good men and women out there. If we don't have law, if we don't have police officers to enforce that law, we're going to have complete and total anarchy in our country. Do you think these uh, uh, riots and things are bad now? Imagine if there's no police officers to enforce the law. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, it's, it's going to be... Uh, and all that war out there. I mean, you'd have to take uh, an AR-15 to go to Walmart to get your groceries, you know, so I just don't know. Uh, Hold on here, guys and gals. Uh, Yes, better, says Darlene, so, okay. Well, I don't know. Um, Thank you, Darlene. Thank you, Brandy. Uh, Darlene says it's better, Brandy says no change, so I don't know, it is what it is, (laughs) so, but, you know, um, that's about what we're looking at, Uh, you're talking about, uh, you know, and and that's what's going on right now, is the um, progressive left is trying to fundamentally change and transform our, um, uh, how we look at our country, how our country is, uh, it's still clicking, darn it. Anyway, uh, how our country is changing and um, uh, it, it, they, they want to enforce a police state. They want us to pin upon on the government. What they want is socialism. What they want is communism. That's what we're seeing in our country right now. That's what the liberals want. And I saw that something today that really bothered me is that Tennessee is wanting to, because of the COVID and everything, is to do mail-in voting. I'm telling you right now, folks, This election will be, they're going to try to do everything in their power to rig it and to to steal this election away from Donald Trump. That's what their whole goal is. That's why they want this mail in. Uh, It is, uh, that is what they're wanting. And so it is, uh, uh, we need to really pray for this country because I'm telling you Ron, if Trump don't get reelected, you might as well kiss your rights goodbye. This is just a, a small taste of what we're looking at uh, compared to what's in the in the store for our future. Uh, if the liberals get in control uh, of our nation, and uh, they're going to st- try to steal, they're going to cheat, they're going to lie. And if you don't think I'm te- think I'm right on that, look how Hillary Clinton was given. The questions before the debates, how they under sneaky, underhanded, every little thing they could, tried to rig it, thought for sure she had it. And guess what? She didn't get it and because God is in control. But, um, but you know, if it's God's will, remember, he's sovereign, he's in control. And if, if Donald Trump don't get reelected, it's all in accordance with God's plan, even though we may not like it, even though it may not work the uh, way we'd want it to, but uh, we know what's going to happen. If he don't, and uh, I tell you what, I told Brandy, I think we're about that close to uh, being on the brink of a civil war. You know, there's uh, I've got some really strong feelings about some things that's going on right now that I'm going to talk about here uh, on uh, on the internet. But there's people a whole lot crazier than I am uh, out there who feel the same way I do, and or probably stronger. <laughs> and uh, I tell you guys, guys, we're we're sitting on a powder keg, and I had an incident yesterday. And I tell you, I had to really, uh, really control my temper and hold my tongue because I was really tempted to say something I shouldn't. And because uh, somebody's really, they they were trying to make me mad. I mean, they, you could tell they were they were purposely trying to do something to upset me and, and wanting me to say something. And I tell you what, I, I should get a gold star for your stay because I did well holding my tongue. So, <laughs> but anyway, let's go ahead and look into God's word this morning. And uh, I guess this microphone is useless now. I'll just push that up out of the way. <clears throat> we're going to look at Acts 17, and uh, we're going to read verse 22, and then come down and read verse 28 and 29. So if you have your Bibles handy, for those on social media, you have the advantage of reading along here. Um, in Acts 17, Then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, Ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things ye are to be you are too superstitious. And verse 28, for in him we live and move and have our being as certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. For as much then as we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the Godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone graven by art and man's device. As me, Pepe always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. Now, you know, when Paul Arrived here uh, in uh, in Athens, um, they were a lot of graven images. There were a lot of idols, and uh, these people were searching for something. They were searching for something beyond their understanding, and uh, so they were trying to put faith in in different objects. Uh, you know, and we see that all throughout history that uh, man, you know, we we are born to worship. We are created to worship. And so uh, men have put up false gods because of their uh, lack of understanding who the almighty God is. Now, remember, no man will have an excuse not to have heard about Jesus Christ. No man, no man, woman or child, you know, and if you say, well, what about in the, you know, I've had people say, what about in the remotest, darkest parts of Africa? They don't, you know, trust me. God will reveal himself some way, somehow. I have read stories where men have, uh, have went to complete rural areas that no white man has ever went to before and found them worshiping God. So God will reveal a way, some way, shape, or a fashion. So Paul is here in Athens, and so they're, they're searching. They, they don't have an understanding, and, he, and he's trying to explain to them the things of Christ Jesus, that they are very superstitious, that they're creating these idols, that they're trying to find something to worship. And so he wants to talk to them about the love of Christ. That what they're, no matter you know, what they were making was silver and gold. But what Jesus Christ, who He is, and uh, uh, and who God is, is far superior to anything uh, made by man's hand. And you know, when it comes to a world view, people are always searching for something, whether it's uh, uh, their destiny, their uh, something moral, uh, something. Um, uh, Oh, goodness, my mind went blank on me there. Uh, There's morality, there's destiny, uh, there is, um, uh, well, there's a couple others I want to hit on, my mind went blank on. But anyway, uh, the fact is, man is always searching for something, and uh, and, uh, to try something, find something more uh, bigger than himself. And so as Christians, we have to be able to explain the love of Jesus Christ to these individuals, and we have to be able to do it in a cool, rational way. It's not always easy to do, and I kind of hit on this a little bit yesterday in the sense that uh, people are very, particularly on social media, are very argumentative, and uh, the, the, you know trying to be rational uh, doesn't always work because people are always on the defense in what they think they believe. And you've got a lot of people out there that even though they may cling to a certain belief system, may not fully even know the whole scope of what they're believing in. There are a lot of uh, uh, nominal Christians out there who don't really know the whole word of God, just like uh, those are a lot of people in Islam who don't know uh, what's completely really in the the Quran. The same with Hindu. I mean, you go on down the list, And they may cling to a certain belief system, but they don't really know it inside and out. And and that's why we have to understand as Christians, uh, good apologetics, uh, to be able to defend what we know uh, and what our convictions tell us. And remember, that word conviction is very important in the sense that, um, you know, you can believe in a lot of different things. But if you have a conviction all right, beliefs can be wavering, but if you have a true conviction in something, that is unwavering. All right, that is something that is 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 immutable. That you are strong in your convictions, your understanding of, of uh, your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who God is, and we have to be able to sit down and we have to be able to listen. Now, listen. Now, here's you know here's the thing, you know, I you know we obviously we don't agree with false religions or cults or nothing like that. You know, obviously that is the that is the the standard. But, you know, uh, and we don't we don't compromise on, on our beliefs as Christians. But we need to be able to have an open line of communication. So I, so I, th- I think it's, and my point behind this is, so I think it's why we're losing a lot of young people, because there's not a line of communication between seasoned Christians, those who love the Lord Jesus Christ, all their heart, soul, mind, body, and being who really try to live the Lord, because, all right, we, we have so much of the political ideology uh, from the liberal progressive left being shoved down our throats, whether it comes to homosexuality, well, the LGBTQ movement in general, uh, feminism, uh, racism. I and mean, we, we have all these things constantly being, uh, you know, when I say racism, now I don't, you know, I, I, I abhor racism in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Like I said, I've got I've had a small taste of that because of my heritage and who my grandmother is. Uh, so I hate it with a passion. But we're seeing, we're getting to a point where it's almost like white people almost had to apologize for their color, you know, and, and that that's wrong. That's racism right there. So, you know, so my point is tensions are way up here right now and people are, are really ticked off. People are really just, their, their fuses are so short. That's why I worry about my kids driving on the road because everybody's fuse is so short right now. Road rage, I think, is at an all time high but um uh, so, but with younger people, because we're fed up, and when they come at us in regards to l g b t q or uh, uh black lives matter something like that that really gets under our skin, it's easy to be very defensive, it's easy to be very aggressive and it's and and you're just you know you're you're hot, you're mad, you're frustrated, and it and that's how it comes out, so to younger people. When that comes out, it's like you know a full blast of man. This this person is is just so full of hate. Uh, this person is such a bigot. This person, you know, I, I don't want nothing to do with that Christianity stuff. And uh, and we're seeing a rise in in what they call uh, non-believers, uh, or not non-believers, but non. Uh, what do they call them? Oh, my gosh, what's about me this morning? They call them non. Um, um, Oh, it's something like, it. anyway, it alludes to non-belief. There's a particular term that uh, these uh, these younger generations is, is clinging to. But because there's not that open line of communication, we need to sit down and listen. Listen to their worldview. Listen to what they're trying to say. And in, even though what they're saying may be wrong, unbiblical, uh, is they're it just, Anti godly, I mean, you know, and, and this we just need to take the time to listen. I think with this whole thing, this George Floyd thing, uh, with this whole racism uh, that's being brought up, if we had time to to just sit down and listen and communicate instead of rioting and tearing things down, I think we get a lot accomplished. Uh, and the same thing with Christianity, I think we could spread the gospel of Jesus Christ that much more if we would just sit down and just listen. Listen to these young people, what they have to say, all right, and, and, and use that as a teaching moment. You might not be able to lead them to Christ at that exact moment, but you might be able to plant that seed. And that's why we need to understand the things of Jesus Christ, just as Paul is trying to tell them here in Athens that the things of God, that even though they were seeking for something beyond themselves, even though they were making these graven images uh, and they lack the understanding in their search for belief, uh, there's many out there, uh, like our younger people, who are searching for something but lack that understanding when it comes to belief, when it comes to faith. They see Christians as hate-filled and aggressive, and likely so, because on social media, that's the way we come across, and I'm guilty of that because uh, you know I see something that somebody's commented or, or see a news article, and it's very easy to be like. And you're you're going off. It's not that you're going off on any particular person, but that the ideology or the propaganda that's being pushed out there from the liberal left. So it's easy to, to have that aggression. But we need to be able to sit down, have that open line of communication, let them express themselves, let them explain why they feel the way they do, why they believe the way they do. And then that gives us the opportunity to calmly and rationally say, well, Let's look into God's Word. Let's explain why this is wrong. Let's explain why my convictions tell me what you're uh, uh, thinking is okay is wrong in the courts of God's word. And then they're going to come back at you and say, oh, well, that was just written by men. You know, I, you can't trust the Bible. It's, it's, it's changed throughout the years. And then that's when you come back. So that's why you have to understand, uh, you know, uh, the good apologetics, some good book uh, to read. If you want to be able to give a strong defense, one I highly recommend is uh, I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist by Frank Turek, uh, Evidence That Demands a Verdict by Josh McDowell. Uh, there's the case for Christ, uh, that, that you can, uh, read, uh, <clears throat> the case for Christ in particular, a really good book, uh, really brings a lot of understanding. And so you read these things. We have to educate ourselves in order to and really know what, uh, the Bible says. See, So many people have such a straw man argument. So many people throw out red herrings and they, and they don't mean to, they have circular reasoning when it comes to the word of God, because they're, they're they pair sometimes what they hear, what the pastor says, or what they might have. Briefly read, we have to truly study. We have to truly know God's word in order to give that defense. So when they come back at us and say, Well, that's written by a man, say, Well, yes, it was written by a man, but it was God breathed. It's inspired. It is holy. It is is inerrant. It is infallible. It is efficient. It is sufficient. And we explain to them how that was guided by God. They allowed their personalities to come through and to prove the Bible hasn't changed. We can look at no further at the Qumar community and we can. Look at in the Qumran caves and, and how scrolls were found of Isaiah and Jeremiah and 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 uh, uh, so many other uh, uh, books of the Bible. And we look at our Bibles today, and nothing has changed. And so we understand that when they wrote the Bible, that it took such tedious times to write it that they could almost get through the whole Bible. And if they messed up on one jot, one tittle, one letter, they would throw the whole thing away and start over again. They counted the words. They may, they made double check to recheck to make sure. Nothing was lost in translation. And we can understand and explain to them that uh, you know when they come back at us in regards to um, uh, any contradictions, uh, you know, the, the oftentimes particularly with homosexuality, want to say, well, they say that you're not to wear polyester, and uh, because it talks about mixed fabrics, and uh, uh, and you're not to eat shellfish, and there's even a whole movie says God hates uh, shellfish thing, and that's when you come back and say, well, when they talk about mixed fabrics, I was talking about men cross dressing, not to do that. They were trying to uh, the way they were doing the shellfish, which is why. I that particular moment, time and place in history is because they were doing what the pagans were doing. They were not preparing it correctly and it would have killed them. So, but in the New Testament, God says, yes, eat that. Don't call anything unclean. I have called clean. So, you know, you, that's why you you have to be able to give that defense, ask questions. Why do you feel this way? Why do you believe this? Why is your worldview going in this direction? That opens up that line of communication in order for us to, to explain the things of Jesus Christ to them. And my friends, that's what we're here, that's what we're here to do: is to serve the Lord that God all of our heart, soul, mind, and body and being, and to to be a witness and to out and tell others about Jesus Christ. So maybe you want to sit in the pew and be fed, but then forget and neglect that we have to engage in the world and we have to go out and feed others and tell others about the love of Jesus Christ. And uh, so that is my <clears throat> uh, encouragement to you: do not lack uh, any uh, second moment, time in your life to tell someone about Jesus Christ today. Let us have a word of prayer. Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for another opportunity to spread the gospel message. Lord, I pray that you will help us, lead us, guide, and want you to protect us this day. Uh, Lord, help us to be a witness for you. Help us to have a proper understanding of your word. Uh, Lord, let, never let us neglect an opportunity to talk to someone about you today. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide us, watch over protect us this day. Be with our nation, heal this land, bring peace upon our country. Uh, Lord, please be with our police officers, our men and women who are trying to serve, try to do the right thing. Lord, bring protection upon them and their families, bring peace upon their homes. Uh, Lord, let our active military know that they are loved, needed, and appreciated as well. And Lord, praise you be with our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, and Ginger Hood, and uh, Troy, and uh, praise you be with Linda Feathers and David. Praise you be with Wendy Lee. Uh, Lord, pray that you be with Rhonda and Thelma Thompson. And, uh, Lord, so many that have uh, they need prayers and concerns, and, uh, Lord, you know the hearts and minds of those situations. Be with our president. Give him protection in these difficult times. Give him wisdom and discernment. And Lord, be with us, lead us, guide us, protect us this day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals watching this morning. And uh, sorry for the technical difficulties at the beginning. Still trying to work out some of the bugs here on our website. So I apologize uh, to you on social media who are not experiencing these problems. So I apologize. But uh, remember, as always, you can share these devotions. Uh, I'm on, uh, on Facebook at Dr. Young77. If, you, if your friends or family don't do Facebook, they can find me on uh, social media, I'm sorry, on YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young, and they can watch all the devotions just as you're watching them right here. And or don't forget, uh, tune in tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock, the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only. And uh, you can listen to all the um, uh, devotions, listen to the podcast, listen to all the sermons as you're working, going to- about your day, and so be sure to check that out. So, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day, and remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.